Uh, intro music there. Um, we are two minutes past, so um, you know, as wonderful as that elevator music is, let's kick this off. Um, so let's start with a round of uh, intros. I'm calling in from the Axler intern. Um, my name is Kate Stapleton. If you've spent any time on the Telegram or the Discord. You've probably seen me there. I've been an Axler for three years building community. That is my quick elevator pitch to accompany the elevator music. Um, and I will pass it off to Decentraland, one of our co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? Um, thanks for thanks for having us here. This is, uh, my name is Peanut, but I'm the social media manager over here at Decentraland. Uh, if you're not familiar with Decentraland, uh, it's a decentralized, uh, Metaverse uh, owned, created, governed by its users. Um, we create a lot of uh, cool things in the virtual world of Decentraland. So I definitely urge you to check it out if you haven't. Awesome. Our here we go. We'll go on down the list here. Um, Fig. Um, they will introduce themselves next. Thanks, Kate. Hey, guys, my name is Fig, uh, one of the co-founders of Squid, and we are doing cross-chain swaps between any blockchain that's connected on Axelar. And, um, super excited to be partnered with Decentraland. We've um, just launched a um, cross-chain payments solution with them, so you can buy NFTs with any token on any chain. Won't get into it too much yet, but uh, yeah, glad to be here. And I will say, all the conferences I go to, everyone's like, Oh, Axer, Squid. We love Squid. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> we love Squid too. Uh, nice. Thanks, Kate. A lot of Squid love. Um, who else? Uh, James, you want to do a quick intro? Hey, can you hear me? We can. Uh, James Friel. I work on the business development team and the NFT and gaming at Axelar. I'm super excited about this conversation um, and the Decentraland partnership. All right, going down the line. Um, Squid account. Do we want to do intros or do we want to skip over to the uh, Metaverse headquarters? Squid account is also me, so uh, please skip. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> doing, doing double duty here. All right, we'll skip over the Squid account to uh, Metaverse headquarters. Yes, hello, hello. Thank you uh, for tuning in. Thanks for having us. Um, my name is Mitch Loxamana. I'm the CEO of Metaverse headquarters. I also got Jacob Meyer. He's our uh, chief of operations. But a little bit about MVHQ and why I'm excited to talk about Web3 Gaming is that we were the first formal alpha community in NFTs about two and a half years ago. We sort of 
evolved into a reforge of Web3 type model, an annual subscription, a couple thousand members where we focus on education, access, networking, uh, some product incubation. We were the first thousand uh, power users on Blur, for instance, uh, and we love playing and games. We love working with partners. We've been working on a pretty awesome uh, questing platform, at least the V1 of it all. And uh, we've got about 100 in pipe and about 25% of those are games across a multitude of different chains. And uh, I'm particularly excited because about two years ago, I still remember showing my normie friends uh, Tominoya Casino, which is a pretty awesome experience within Decentraland where you can lose a lot of Ethereum to a floating robot. And at the time, it was quite finicky, a little bit laggy, but still the experience was was a memorable one because it sort of showed the, the potential of the tokenization of digital assets in a world that has consumed me since PlayStation 1. So excited to be up, uh, up here with y'all and share some insights, learn more. The future is now. <laughs> um, going down the line here, we have uh, Rebecca Liao. Hey, Kate. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Wonderful to be with you. Um, thanks again for having me. It's great to see all my fellow speakers here. Uh, so I'm Rebecca Liao. I'm co-founder and CEO at Saga. We are an integrated stack for the automated launching of chains, which we call Chainlets. Um, all of them are incredibly high performance, gasless on the front end, and uh, low and predictable fees on the back end for commoditized block space. Um, no surprise that with infrastructure designed like that, we are optimized for gaming and entertainment. Um, our Saga Innovator Program is where all the projects who build on Saga live, and we currently are at over 300 projects heading into our mainnet launch, which is um, going to be imminent uh, very early in 2024. Uh, so wonderful to be with you. Awesome. Next we have uh, Jacob. Hey, everybody. I'm calling in from the Metaverse HQ account, but as Mitch mentioned earlier, I'm the COO of Metaverse HQ. And uh, yeah, he, he gave the elevator pitch for us. So just excited to be here. Um, NFTs and Metaverse HQ specifically as a community has you know changed my life uh, since COVID. So uh, it's an exciting time in Web3 and just glad to be here with you all. All right. The last speaker that we've got is uh, it's Mitch. Oh, hello again. Um, a little bit of deja vu here. <laughs> I already went. You're good. Ah, all right. Um, so yeah, let's let's get right into it. So obviously, you know, everyone knows bears make builders. So um, interested to know this past year, you know, new technology, new features, new products. You know what? What is everyone most excited about in terms of like what launched, what you shipped? You know what new features went live uh, over the past year. Open-ended question. Everyone, you know, anyone can uh, can hop in. Just I'll, I'll kick it over to the Decentraland team. Do you want to uh, take this and maybe in partnership with Decentraland? Decentraland, you are muted if you are trying to <laughs> try and hop in and answer. Um, I, I could answer. Yes, I, I heard somebody else talking, but they, they were breaking up a bit. But um, yeah, um, definitely excited about um, 
all of the marketplace updates, uh, everything that's been going on with um, yeah, all of the advancements there, uh, especially with the squid um, stuff we've got going on. Um, some stuff that I was excited about personally that we came out with recently was the um, the camera feature. Uh, if uh, if you're not familiar, if you could uh, use a camera, uh, zoom out camera, decentraland, take photos. Uh, a lot of people are using it for videos too. So uh, personally, I'm. Uh, it's one of my favorite features being a social media manager because I get to see a lot of really cool uh, social media content out of it. People taking really cool photos with it and using it to create video content. Um, so that that's definitely been one of uh, my uh, favorite uh, releases from the from the past couple months. Awesome. Uh, Metaverse, Sega, what are you guys most excited about in terms of like what, what you guys shipped in or like launched this year? Thanks, Kate. Um, so at Saga, we launched our Pegasus Incentivized Testnet at the end of October. So it's been about five weeks now. We're close to a million in transactions overall um, and over 250,000 wallets. Uh, so it's very healthy chain, a lot of volume. No surprise coming from the innovator program and the wonderful games that we have on there. Um, so Pegasus Incentivized Testnet, for all intents and purposes, is um, very much like mainnet, except, of course, it's not a production environment. So once again, if you are looking to build on it, um, please expect that it will be blown away um, soon to make way for mainnet. Uh, but having said that, it, it is very, very similar in feature and functionality. Um, so it is a permissionless chain to launch chains. Uh, you are able to automatically get onto your own dedicated chain. Uh, which is a fully decentralized proof of stake network. And um, you can determine whatever gas you want on the front end or no gas at all. Um, on the back end, you use Saga tokens to pay uh, the validators to keep your chainlet alive. We're currently clocking in at about $500 per chainlet per month. Um, and given that there are no other fees in the system, it's a pretty damn affordable way um, in which to build a really high performance application. Um, we recently uh, shipped a couple. Uh, features that will make it easier to keep your chain lit alive. One is um, the concept of recycled tokens. So for any games that are um, wanting to be free to play, but they are concerned about DDoS attacks, uh, then you're able to recycle um, basically a valueless token on the front end to make sure that your players are not attacking your system. Um, but nevertheless, the game remains gas free. Um, the other cool thing is community funding of your chainlet. Uh, so I think a lot of developers, when they first start off, they think, well, I'm going to have to be the one to pay for my chainlet. Um, that may be true, but uh, at any time, your community can contribute to the wallet that keeps the chainlet alive. And so for a lot of us gamers, we understand um, the predicament of really falling in love with a game. And um, in a big studio model, that studio can decide, well, I really want this game to continue in my portfolio or really doesn't make sense anymore, regardless of whether it's profitable or not. And in service to the community, I think if um, uh, people love the game, then the game should be kept alive. And the community now has the power to do that. Uh, so yeah, it's a really cool system. Lots of things that are optimized specifically for gaming and um, can't wait to get to mainnet. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. When mainnet was definitely a question that we got all the time before our mainnet launched. <laughs> uh, all right. Metaverse HQ. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I uh, would love to hear some of the mainnet alpha maybe later in the spaces, but uh, I think 
when we talk about what we're particularly excited about building on our platform and how our community has evolved, I think you need to take into account the context of where the space was in three years, uh, where, you know, simply bridging assets to other chains from Ethereum was incredibly difficult, tedious, uh, and would take forever, two hours, right? You'd have to go on some specific website. Now you can do it through MetaMask, uh, through their, um, you know, through their portfolio. Uh, feature and it's just absolutely crazy how the space is innovated and it's made web3 a lot more accessible for users right we talk a lot about builders and everyone's you know has tool sets and is and blockchains incentivizing uh builders to come integrate or come use it but uh for the user journey right it, it's really been amazing uh, to be a power user and consumer in the space and to actually feel the innovation at, at the ground game, right at the ground level, where wallet solutions are now, you know, um, hosting more than one layer one uh, support. Right, you have MetaMask now supporting Solana, not just Ethereum and L2s. Uh, you have a ton of different products in the market that make NFTs and Web three incredibly accessible, such as, you know, Tensor on Solana, right? Uh, now a competitor to Magic Eden, you've got do.gg, where you used to just have to buy Polygon NFTs on OpenSea, right? OpenSea themselves have, have gotten quite multi-chain as well. And you see this in, uh, you know, in some of the big players in Magic Eden, uh, not to mention you've got Luxrare, right? Uh, a lot of these marketplaces are now expanding their offerings, sort of taking a roll bit approach and Blur obviously being um, literally hands down one of the best products uh, for entering the market, especially if you're a power user uh, and, and engaging with it at a high level. So to see this evolution, right, um, and understand it is why we're really excited about what we're building because uh, multi-chain interoperability, user abstraction, right, making sure users get rewarded for their early engagement. Uh, these are all things that are we're particularly excited about when it comes to what we're building. And we know that, you know, we're well positioned. Uh, I'm sure everyone can feel it. The, the bull market's starting to, to heat up. And when users now give, we, whether we have new users or returning users, giving the space a chance again, they're going to have a much easier uh, and seamless time and be, uh, and find a lot more value, find a lot more uh, rewards out of the time that they invest into the space. So that's what we're particularly excited about. Awesome. I love that. You know, and I think this segues, you know, perfectly into the next question that I will, you know, pass off to uh, Fig from Squid uh, to answer first. But, you know, in terms of, you know, the user experience, right? Like Web2 gaming, Web3 gaming, like how, you know, I'd love to hear from everyone here, like how you guys approach user experience and how you guys, you know, think about community and, you know, the people who are ultimately using your products and how you approach kind of not only creating a, you know, an, a user experience analogous to Web2, but better than Web2. Thanks, Kate. <clears throat> yeah, the, the part of user experience which we're really focusing on is is getting, getting money and using your money. Um, and I think in the similar way where Uber and a lot of those other apps of, of the time were able to scale because of companies like Stripe and Venmo and... Um, I mean, PayPal's a lot older, but just being able to make payments really easily and onboard into an application, um, we're trying to make that as seamless as possible. And that's what 
you know, our mission is we've got everything in one click across any token on any chain. Everything's under 20 seconds. So you don't have to wait to, um, to get into the application once you've paid for it. And yeah, that's the vision, I guess. And we, we're really excited to be, you know, working with a bunch of different um, gaming and NFT platforms because these are use cases of crypto, which could be quite hard to onboard into and use your money in. And um, by combining them with Squid, we can, can create these experiences, which are really enjoyable and um, much less frustrating from a, a technical point of view. So something we just um, we just uh, have been focusing on recently is being able to buy an NFT across chain. And what happens under the hood is your um, you've got a token in your wallet. Say it's BNB on Binance Chain, and um, I mean, let's just use Decentraland. You can uh, you need to buy mana to to be able to pay for this NFT. So you with Squid, we, we swap BNB uh, into a cross chain token, send it across chains, and then swap the cross chain token into mana on the Polygon side. And then in that same transaction, we can spend the mana to buy the NFT, send the NFT to the user's wallet. And we've done all those things across multiple chains, could be um, coming from Cosmos, could be coming from anywhere, and the user doesn't um, doesn't even have to think about it. So yeah, these are, that's the kind of magical use case that I'm really excited about recently, and it's just so cool to see it in production um, at the moment. Real, quick question: Are you guys? Uh, did you integrate with Do.GG by any chance? Is that you guys on the back end? No, we haven't. We haven't integrated with them. Have they done? Okay. No, well, I, I'm not sure if they built it themselves, but I've always been a like a my macro view on NFTs has always been: you should be able to buy any NFT on on any chain with any crypto. And so I, I love what you guys are building and. You know, do.gg, you can literally see an action right now buying uh, NFTs with other crypto. doesn't need to be Matic or Ethereum. And I'm like, this is the future. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool, right? Yeah, I, I don't know how they do it in the back end. Um, I wonder, yeah, there's definitely some, there's some centralized solutions that are out there and I guess they're fine. Um, but the for us, that's sort of been something we've been able to we, we've tried to stick to is all the payments are happening just on on the blockchain and Axelar has been such a great partner to make that happen they've got decentralized messaging between chains and um, we're using DEX liquidity but yeah we're all moving towards this hopefully next next phase of crypto where user experience is on another level I guess that's fine that's probably the most diplomatic <laughs> the most diplomatic oh my answer God. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd, lo I'd love to, you know, open this question up to everyone else in the space, like how you guys approach, you know, user experience, community, and, you know, how you guys are not only like, you know, reimagining, but like creating a better and, you know, a new user experience for folks in Web3 that is, you know, just not possible, you know, in, in Web2 and, you know, your approach to it. Yeah. Um, so I uh, I love everything that um, Decentraland, Squid, Axelar, you guys have come together to build because honestly, this is the great contribution of Web3 to gaming and entertainment is that interoperability between different ecosystems for in-game assets or for, I mean, any, any assets that can be termed digital collectibles. Um, so 
uh, at Saga, I mean, we are a layer one protocol and therefore um, we have to make sure that the base protocol is designed in such a way to optimize the application um, developer uh, when they are building the user experience. They are the ones who are interfacing with the end user at the end of the day. So the best thing that we can do is give them a really high performance, stable environment um, with as few constraints on their user experience as possible. Um, so I would say that probably the single most important thing that we've built into the protocol is the fact that it is guestless on the front end. Um, for an application developer, if they want to use Saga as a fee token, they certainly can. Um, if they do that, it's usually for branding purposes because they want to be known as part of the Saga community or ecosystem. Um, or they want a, a quick way in which to prevent DDoS attacks and they don't plan to have their own token or for whatever reason they don't want to do a recycled token, that's also fine. Um, but otherwise, you're free to have your own in-game currency. You're free to charge uh, in fiat. Uh, if you want everyone to just continue to use their credit cards, um, you can charge in the um, coin of another ecosystem if your community is coming from there. So you can charge an ETH, Sol, AVAX, Matic, we don't care. Um, you can charge a stable coin, it, it really doesn't matter. So we've given the game developer the ability to build the, the game um, that their users are, are going to, to love. Um, but in terms of adding the Web3 element to it, so this is something where um, somebody like Axar becomes very important because interoperability between different chains on Saga is built in because everything is a Cosmos SDK chain out of the box. So we have IBC there, but when it comes time to bridge your assets to other ecosystems. I think users, um, once they get used to uh, a much more seamless experience on Saga, they're not going to want to introduce clunkiness into that when they're going out to other ecosystems. So it's really on us to solve. Um, so the ability to have that seamless integration with um, other NFT marketplaces, let's say, or other game realms on other chains um, is something that is part of what we call the Saga multiverse. Um, so yeah, I, I think that what gamers are looking for um, is something that really Web three can um, can only deliver. And this is you know, when I when I say gamers, I, I mean yes, the gamers who have populated traditional gaming so far, but probably much more importantly, the new generation of gamers who grew up on Fortnite, Roblox. I mean, Minecraft for them is already you know very old school property, but principle is the same that if you are a mod or if you are someone who contributes to the intellectual property of this game and its universe, then you should be compensated for that. Um, and um, that is something that Web3 is uniquely positioned to scale. Yeah, actually, I actually want to piggyback off that idea. I love, um, uh, I love Web3 in particular because we do have that incentivization layer built in, right? There's a value exchange happening between uh, products, platforms, experiences, creators, and users, where in Web2, that, that value exchange is really not as amplified, right? We have tokens, we have NFTs, uh, we have, you know, um, engagement for a potential airdrop in the future. Like, these are all really incredible mechanisms where you can really bootstrap and solve, like, that, that, that starter problem uh, to get users very very early onto your product right and so i love how you know we're talking about making the builder experience much more seamless right with um you know with, with all the products here with saga axelar uh with squid where you know 
you you really decrease the time to actually develop a product and go to market when you implement uh, a lot of these like builder tools and technologies, right? Where Decentraland is more on the consumer front, on the user front, right? And uh, again, this value exchange is very, very uh, exciting. And that's why I love Web3 so much, where we've seen it over the last two and a half years. You know, this value exchange typically happens uh, at least in NFTs with whitelist spots, right? So you have a hype community and, um, you know, the, the, the value exchange between a project launching an NFT and the early community, uh, the early group of users for that uh, specific NFT launch is that, you know, perhaps they have a chance to be one of the first to be able to mint that project, right? And perhaps that's a, a solid project and, you know, it moons. Look at Overworld right now. We just had one of the, we actually just had one of the co-founders, um, you know, do an AMA with us. And that's what he's particularly excited about, where Web2 really does not have that that value incentive, that alignment uh, of value uh, between consumer and the builder. Uh, and for us, right, if you look at what we're developing, like a questing platform, right, how do we make the user experience a lot more seamless? Um, this is something that we have been scratching our heads with for the last three years because we've used literally every product in the space, uh, you know, to facilitate um, whitelists, to, you know, be able to drive users to complete specific objectives or actions in order to receive a reward. And, um, and yeah, I mean, some of the features that we have on our platform, obviously multi-chain making it very easy for user to simply log in, not just with MetaMask, but maybe with Gmail, maybe when they're, you know, uh, when they have to complete a quest and they have to, you know, like share or retweet, right. We, we simply keep them, you know, within our experience, they don't actually have to go to Twitter, perform that action, take a screenshot as proof, like some of these other competitors, right. Um, so this is how we're expanding on the user journey because we just have that appreciation where we want to get the user, uh, the users to the reward as quickly as possible and as seamless as possible while also ensuring that the builders, they're getting uh, downloads on their games, they're getting liquidity brought to their protocols, brought to their blockchains, um, you know, they're getting all this social engagement and interactions from the users and that value exchange happens, um, you know, at scale and it is a lot more seamless. I'm interested uh, to ask the Decentraland team, the, the rest of the players on this are a little, are newer and, and maybe potentially more nimble in being able to create like future proof architecture. Um, but amongst these groups, Decentraland, like has been around. And I think that we see sometimes uh, it's more difficult once you have built what you have and you have a community to kind of pivot. And so I'd be interested, like your Decentraland team, what's on your roadmap? Um, you know, how are you, I guess, thinking about this question of kind of, uh, you know, how to improve UX, what's next? And I'm just wondering, you know, how, how different it might be to the rest of the teams. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Good question. Uh, we actually have somebody else here from the Decentraland team, uh, which is I was able to get him up here as a speaker um, after we went around with intros. But um, do you, you want to take that one? Um, hi, everyone. I'm Juanma. I'm a dev from, from Decentraland. Uh, so I've been working with FIG um, on the integration of Squid in Decentraland. Um, so, yeah, that's a re really good question. 
I think that at the moment, like I'm, I'm not thinking about like uh, really uh, um, like in a few years, but but now I think we have to focus on uh, enabling uh, Web two users uh, on our platform. And I think that uh, integrating with Squid and Acceler was a, a really big step on trying to achieve that. Um, I think we were uh, really kind of uh, restrictive on our uh, payment methods, just uh, just only um, accepting mana on Polygon. And I think this is really, really a huge step on uh, onboarding new users uh, and accepting uh, a lot of different tokens from different uh, from different chains. So um, I think this type of uh, improvements are the thing we have to focus at the moment. Um, this is only on the on the on the the apps uh, side, right? We have a lot of things on the on the world side. I mean, the 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 gaming experience, but on the DApps team, we are really focusing on these kind of things in having uh, cross-chain payments, uh, minting ENS names with uh, with fiat, and those type of things. Uh, just trying to to onboard more people on on our on our world. I think that's that's the key at the moment. Awesome, I love it. Uh, I will. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Kate. No, I no. Thanks, thanks so much for that. I mean, this. I, I just wanted to to jump in and <laughs> just you know make a, a small point in support of Decentraland, and you know it's a wonderful roadmap um, that you guys have unfurling here. But because we're all in gaming and entertainment, um, I think that you know it's it's important to to sort of remind ourselves um, as often as we can that in this particular space, it doesn't matter what the back end on the technology is. Um, uh, it's about content. Content is king um, for any gamer, um, for anyone who's consuming digital collectibles. Do you like the IP? Do you like the characters, the storylines? Is the game loop addictive? Does it keep you around? I mean, I spent hours this weekend playing Dig Dug. You guys remember that Atari game? Not exactly the highest production value, but um, but it's fun. And um, I love it. My friends love it. And that's all that's really important. So Decentraland, I mean, I, I love what you guys have built. And it is IP that is going to last and really resonates with this community. So super excited about what new technology can enable. Um, but I, I think you guys have done brilliantly. Yeah, I was going to say Decentraland was one of the projects that I got into super early. And I think it was like 2017. I used to be with Ben, uh, Blockchain Education Network, and uh, we were like super, you know, hyped about like buying land and like building, you know, our own little like houses and stuff. It was like super, super fun. And like you said, like addicting, but in a good way, you know, and because, you know, of the web, you know, web three element, like we owned it, it was ours, you know, so it was really awesome to kind of play around with it and, uh, you know, feel like we were part of the future building something that was like brand new, but also, you know, the user experience keeps evolving in the space. So I guess, you know, we're coming to the end of the, uh, the space here. Um, so last question, I guess, um, for everyone here, what are you guys most excited about, you know, that's gonna launch, that you guys are gonna ship, or just in general uh, for, we're, what day are we in December? The seventh. So I guess, yeah, what, what are you guys most excited about? that's upcoming that you guys are going to ship or just in general in the, uh, in the space, looking forward to 2024. 
I can start. Um, I'm super excited to get our gas costs down because we um, we're gonna we got some technology which is going to like. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say it's not working very well. I was gonna say we're excited about that as well. <laughs> yeah, no, we're all dealing with it, um, especially with the bull market. Like, even just transferring tokens in Arbitrum is two dollars or something now, which. Saga's model is just so cool the way that it scales. Like it's magic what you guys are doing. Um and yeah, we wanna we wanna just make our, our gas costs as low as possible so that um we can actually be competitive with with web two because there's all these user experience things that we're getting across, but we want the pricing to be competitive as well. And we've got some technology which is gonna just completely decimate the gas costs, um, which I'm really excited about to launch. And um, we have Bitcoin coming as well, which is um, going to be great. That's using a, a protocol called Chainflip, which um, has Bitcoin support. So we get to plug that into all the Axlar supported chains that we're, um, we're connected to and potentially even buy some of these uh, people who go directly from Bitcoin into a game. I'm not sure if many users will actually want to do that because it's fifteen dollars to do a transaction on Bitcoin. But there's something there, something something exciting about it. So yeah, that's what I'm what I'm psyched on. Awesome. Um, I feel like I'm like a teacher. <laughs> Decentraland. What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys hyped on? What are you guys excited to launch? You know, from your platform or just. Uh, in general, looking forward. Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, I think we are really looking forward to keep uh, using Squid, uh, Squid, uh, uh, the the new features that they are working on. Um, I'm really excited about the the one that Fik just mentioned, uh, leveling the gas costs, because we just enable uh, Ethereum and Polygon for the time being, and uh, Ethereum transactions are really expensive at the moment. So um, I don't know if Fig was talking about this, but uh, this came uh, this comes along with uh, enabling more uh, EVM uh, compatible chains, also by letting people. Um, buy their favorite nfts with uh, any kind of token that they want from from any kind of uh, evm compatible chain i think that's that's our uh most important um uh, milestone that is coming up next and also um providing more uh ways to buy stuff like with fiat payments with credit card um that's that kind of things so uh that's on the dapps side uh like Mostly for the for our uh, marketplace side, and and for the game, I think uh, the um, the coming features are incredible. I think twenty twenty four is going to be a, a great year for for the uh, the game experience. Uh, we are we are rebuilding the whole engine, uh, so the experience is going to be a whole different new one. Um, so I'm really excited about seeing that in action. Um, and maybe uh, my my friend here, Peanut Butter, can can add some stuff on, on of the twenty twenty four roadmap. But I think that's that's the main the main thing I wanted to mention. Uh, yeah, I think you covered it pretty well. That's definitely um, 
some of the exciting big stuff. Uh, we have a blog if uh, anybody's interested in staying up to date with all of the monthly themes and events that are coming up. I would just recommend checking out uh, the Decentraland blog. Um, and then there's just a monthly theme blog where you could go through and um, yeah, get in-depth uh, information on uh, what's going on for uh, the next few months into uh, 2024. Awesome. Love it. So we have, uh, Rebecca, you want to chime in on what you're excited for, you know, not only for your project, but like, you know, in general for, uh, 2024, which is rapidly approaching. I don't know how we're on <laughs> in December. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, there's a lot to look forward to. I like everybody here. I'm so glad that the market is warming up. Um, we were all here dedicated to building anyway. Um, but I, I think that when, uh, you're rewarded for it in markets and pricing, and um, you're seeing much more uh, of the community sort of rally around a, a hot space. It's it's a nice environment to be in, so that's wonderful. But uh, in terms of Saga, I mean, you, I'm sure you heard on this space, and we said it at nauseum as well, uh, Mainnet is coming up, uh, so we are incredibly excited for that. Uh, a lot of games are going to go live, but Saga is a general protocol. So we also have some pure NFT protocols um, as well as some DeFi projects, but the emphasis has been on gaming. Uh, so look out for, for that um, very early this coming year. Uh, one of the things that we've always felt at Saga is um, anyone who is a developer in this space, and I think developers in general, if you're looking to start a new project, it's likely that you are yourself an entrepreneur and builder. And therefore, when you are given a platform that really enables you to build what you want to build, you're going to get very resourceful. Um, so our uh, main at launch campaign is called Unblock Yourself. Uh, if you go to our website now, saga.xyz, you'll see that we've done a complete homepage takeover um, for our launch campaign and um, really going into all the ins and outs of what it is that makes our protocol really, really great for application developers to use. Um, that extends uh, also, though, to creators. Um, so developers are the ones building the applications, but creators are getting extremely resourceful on Saga. Uh, a lot of it has to do um, with uh, that interoperability between chains, and people are even more excited now that um, interoperability between our chains and outside ecosystems is in the offing. Um, but I, I think for any creator out there, what they really hope they can do is originate cool IP and it can live anywhere and it stays with them. So there's no longer any sort of um, need to, to work for a big studio um, or to be part of sort of like a centralized maintenance of Canon um, for any body of intellectual property. It's all decentralized. Um, I think that people sort of, I, I mean, they were kind of getting that urge to begin with. You go where the user is. Um, but the fact that we now have the tech to to enable that, I, I think we'll see an explosion of that in 2024. And we'll, we'll come to what it is, um, is the great game model for Web3. Uh, many projects have been working on this and trying to, to tweak their game designs to get to sort of that canonical, okay, this is what's going to go viral um, from Web3. But uh, I, I think we'll see it next year. Um, and that's that's super exciting because I, I think at that point then, um, what Fig was saying is a lot of people who may be casual observers of Web3 or really kind of don't know how to use crypto, that's when we'll really have their attention. Awesome. I love it. Um, all right, I guess we'll wrap with uh, Metaverse HQ. What do you guys uh, 
what is your team excited about in terms of like products, features that you guys are going to ship or, you know, the uh, kind of the space in general? Yeah, great question. For the space, obviously, we're all feeling a little bit bullish. Um, I'm so elated to not just have been a part of this community, but also actively incubating it and now developing a, a platform that's a lot more consumer focused and um, available than just to uh, a thousand power users. Uh, we've really felt the market at its very down and also obviously at its very high. And um, you know, for us as a community, we're gonna continue to stay engaged, um, keep our members informed, give them the best access. Um, and you know, on the platform side of things, you know, we haven't even technically launched our platform. We've had a, a multitude of what we're considering soft launches, right? We, our last soft launch, we just worked with Pixamon, for instance, a couple of missions users can complete for rewards. So we'll have another soft launch uh, towards the beginning of January, which would reward users with actual tokens. So that's really exciting. And then uh, a grand launch uh, coming up in Q1. But all in all, just very excited, very heads down um, as much as I can be while the market's heating up. And um, yeah, Jacob, anything to add to that? Did I miss anything? No, I think you hit the nail on the head. I'm just excited to... Um you know, give users an experience that we've wanted for ourselves for these past years and not having to jump through as many hoops, making it as, you know, seamless as possible. And um, yeah, looking forward to all the new products launching in 2024. I think it's going to be a, a really exciting year. Awesome. And from the, uh, from the, James, are you, are you on? All right, I'll, uh, I'll shamelessly show from the Axer side. We're super excited to launch uh, ITS and DomainNet. So ITS basically you know, allows you to either mint or take a token Omnichain. Um, so ER, the ERC20 version is going to go live on mainnet first. So what it allows you to do is either, like I said, mint a token or you know, take an existing token Omnichain and uh, access immediate fungibility across the 12 ERC-20 uh, tokens that we've already connected. IBC is coming. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. That will be launching very soon. Um, but yeah, with that, I guess uh, we'll wrap things up. Um, thank you to everyone for, for hopping on. Thank you for your insights, you know, for the conversation we had. And I will allow everyone to do one last shameless shill if you want. Um, yeah, I guess everyone, if, uh, you know, if people are new to your project, if they've heard about your project and want to get more involved, where do we, uh, where do they find everyone? You can follow us on the Squid account, which is um, a speaker here, but last shameless shill is go and buy a squid scarf on Decentraland. You can get a wearable um, squid scarf, which are modeled off the ones which we were giving out at East Denver this year and were in heavy demand. So if that's anything to go by the nft should hopefully mint out so uh, as well let's see and i will say i got a physical scarf at uh interop summit last year and every time i wear it people are like where'd that come from where'd you get that i'm like nope it's uh it's exclusive so, <laughs> part of the club yeah all right any anyone else want to shamelessly shill 
you know, where to follow you, where, uh, you know, to get more involved in, uh, yeah. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll go. I mean, I, God, I've talked about Saga enough for today, but um, if you'd like to find out more information, um, please go ahead and uh, follow our socials. So the Saga account is on this Twitter space, um, manned by our wonderfully capable community leader, branding leader, um, Joe Dierte. Um, so please go ahead and, and give that a follow. But you can also always find us at our website, saga.xyz. Um, last thing I'll leave you guys with is truly a bit of alpha for this space um, has not been mentioned anywhere, uh, which is if you go to our documentation now, docs.saga.xyz, you will see a lovely CLI um, by which you can launch uh, a Saga chainlet in two minutes. So getting to your own chain in two minutes, that's pretty cool already, but not everyone um, wants to use a CLI or can use a CLI. And for that, uh, we will have something coming out in the next few days, um, that should allow anybody uh, to go ahead and launch their own chainlets or set of chainlets. Um, so yeah, I, I would look out for that, but soon CLI no longer necessary. All right, who's gonna be brave enough to follow that awesome alpha drop? Metaverse, Decentraland? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can ask for, for our side. Um, if you want to try the new stuff that we yeah, we have been talking about. You can go to decentra.org slash marketplace. That's the new URL for, for our marketplace. And just pick whatever uh, whatever you want from the from the NFT catalog. And you will be able to to pick up the the favorite token that you want to pay with. Uh, you can try to get one of the scarves that Fig was talking about. They're really cool. I got one. Uh, so yeah, you can find us there. Yeah, all right. Um, I don't want to leak too much alpha. I'll leave you with two words. Rafiq and Adol. Okay. Well, with that, um, I guess the space has come to an end. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks to all our awesome co-hosts, our speakers. Thank you to everyone for, yeah, for hanging out with us today. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for the next one. And uh, go get your NFT scarf. And on that note, like I said, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks to all the awesome co-hosts and speakers for uh, for joining us. And uh, GM, G, GM, GN, whatever time it is, uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. See you. Thanks for hosting, kids. GMGN. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters, and then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, 
I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.